0: Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Just Church Won't Cut It with the Josias. This is episode 22, and we are delighted, super happy to be here again um, just to share and just have a conversation. And we know we just like chatting about the Lord and just having these conversations between each other. And um, should you have any questions or you want to share, have any feedback, any comments or anything like that, we, we definitely look forward to hearing what you may have. Um, feel free to email us at Trenace at FreedomKingdom.net, and that's T-R-E-N-A-C-E at FreedomKingdom.net. And we'll put that in the, um, in the notes section as well um, for the title for the podcast. Um, so today we will be talking about receptive posture, um, receptive posture. So essentially that is, you know, your position, are you in a, a position where you can receive Um, What the Lord has to say to you, give to you, um, what he wants to show you, where he wants to take you. What is your position? um, And are you in a place where you are able to successfully hear from God and be able to move and do what he's called you to do um, or whatever decisions he he wants you to make? right. Your next move. So we all we all want to hear from God and we all want to be um, ideally be, be led by him. but there are things, too, that we have to do, that we must do. Um, and it really comes down to ultimately our, our decisions and where are we? Um, but then one of the, the main scriptures, we look at even um, Jesus and how he often got away to quiet places. Um, and sometimes you have to separate yourselves from the noise, um, separate yourselves from from people, from distractions, from things that are going on, um, so that you can get to that quiet place. Um, that quiet place is where much can happen, um, where you're able to hear from the Lord. Um, and that place is really, really important. So I'm just going to read a couple of scriptures, um, examples about Jesus and how he had to get away. You know, he was around a lot of people, around his disciples all the time, but when it was time for him to to receive from God and to get to that place, he had to do what he had to do. Um, So Luke 4, 1 through 2, it says, Then Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan River. He was led by the Spirit in the wilderness, where he was tempted by the devil for 40 days. Jesus ate nothing at all that time and became very hungry. Okay, so this is an example of him fasting and praying um, as he prepared for ministry. Luke 4, Forty-two. It says, "Early the next morning, Jesus went out to an isolated place. The crowds searched everywhere for him, and when they finally found him, they begged him not to leave them. So he got up, rode out, had to go have some solitude time um, to be pray- to, to be in a place where he could just pray and be quiet um, and hear." And five, Luke five sixteen, it says, "But Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer." So this was something that he did often. So if we look at Jesus doing this, right, why, why shouldn't we? Um, and he's Jesus. So it's extremely important that we, we dedicate and we have that time with the Lord. So beyond just the time and having quiet place, we must be at a certain place to be able to, to hear efficiently, and successfully. First, if we start with ourselves, right, we have to, one, humble ourselves, um, be honest with ourselves, be honest with the Lord, look at ourselves, look at our heart, and humble ourselves before the Lord. And understand our position when it comes to him. Be able to surrender and submit to him. Right when we come before Him, Lord, here we are, as we are, being able to repent again and be honest about where we are with Him, and being able to surrender and complete, completely surrender and submit ourselves and our will and all of our our being um, to Him in that place, right? And that's just laying it all out, Lord. Here I am, and then praying. When we do that, and we've already brought ourselves to that place of surrenderance um, and submission, we're able to hear a lot better. Um, so that's the that's the the first part.
1: Okay, so I mean that's very critical, very important. Um, <clears throat> even Jesus recognized it was important to have a quiet time quiet time with the Lord meaning that get away from everybody else you know there's time for everything there's time for everybody else and there's time for just you and the Lord have a quiet time quiet place where you can focus on the Lord you know it's just like a battery pack that needs to be charged so when the Holy Spirit and the Lord is using you you know the Spirit is doing the work but your body also is being used so you get worn out you know, your battery, you know, dies down. So it's just like a cell phone. You know, that cell phone you use constantly, constantly, constantly. That cell phone gets hot. You know, the battery starts getting lower and lower. You know, you need to charge that phone. You know, and most time, if you don't have to use the phone while it's charging, you just sit the phone there quietly just leave it and let it charge. No texting, no calling, no nothing, because... If you just leave the phone there and let it charge without any activities on it, you then the phone will charge quicker and faster. Being so, still, right? being still, mm-hmm. being still, being the place where it's still and quiet, you know. So the Most High, the Lord, is our source of energy, is our power pack, our battery pack. So when we, when He uses us as vessels and instruments to do His work on the earth is important and 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 mandatory that we have our quiet time with them. We go to a place where we get recharged, refilled with them, and then come back and do the work that he wants us to do. So even Christ recognized that, you know, he needed to get away, have a quiet time with his father, get recharged up, and then come back and, you know, burn up energy. You know, so it's important. It's important, it's important to, you know, be in a place a quiet place with the Lord being a place where it's just one-on-one, you know, you one-on-one time with the Lord so that he can pour it in you. Because as he pours in you, then you are able to pour into the world and pour into other people. And that's how it works. So uh, receptive, posture, um, very important, very important. You have to retrieve. You have to go to that quiet place and charge up. Charge up with the Lord, get before His face. I Even mean, if it's just laying that laying down flat before Him, just quiet. But you know, it's just you and Him. Or if it's just praying, if it's just you know, whatever the Spirit leads you to do. When it's just you and Him, just that one-on-one time, you know, it's necessary, it's needed. You know, and Christ is the perfect example. He showed, he showed us how how it was done. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and we know that even you know as we all try to get closer and closer to the lord all the time um, satan doesn't want us to be close to the lord he wants that relationship relationship to not exist so another piece is identifying distractions um there's so many distractions like there's life right let's start there life <laughs> as as one major distraction right um there are things that may seem like they should be important to us or, or, or close to us, but um, maybe not maybe not so much, right. We've put those things in, in, in a certain spot um, that could be a distraction. Um, and we really have to ask the Lord to show us what those distractions could be because maybe we don't know that one particular thing or even a person um, is a distraction. So we should be praying like, Lord, you know, reveal to me the distractions that may be around me um, that maybe I might not even be able to see. So reveal them to me so that you can make the adjustments. So one, identifying the distractions. And then the other part is starting to eliminate the distractions because you can't eliminate them until you know what they are, right? So start removing those distractions and cutting back on certain things that are stopping you from being able to um, be closer to the Lord, but to be able to hear from the Lord, because the things that are consuming your mind that are not him could, are, are pulling you away. And even when you get ready to go into your private time with the Lord, those things could be a distraction. It could be your phone. It could be social media. It could be a lot of different things or so a person, like I said. Um, so what are those distractions and eliminate them? Because those things, you know, Satan even moves through those, those distractions to prevent you from getting, what you want from God, where you want to be in Him, um, in that level that you want to be in Him, Satan is working to prevent that from happening through distractions. So it's key that we identify and eliminate distractions um, as we are in that place to be able to hear what the Lord has for, for us. Because the Lord is always speaking. He he's there. He's always talking to us. But the problem is if we're not in that place where we can hear him and receive what he is da- trying to download in us, then we are the ones that are blocking the communication. He's always talking to us, but are we at a place where we can hear what he has to say? Right? And then are we when we hear it, are we able to determine what his voice sounds like, right? Are we is it us, is it our flesh speaking, is it us? Um is it the Lord talking or is it Satan, right? So, these are things that we should be praying for for clarity. So, if we're praying for the Lord to to speak to us. Um, for us to be able to hear his voice, we should be praying for him to sharpen our ears and our discernment so that we can hear his voice and be able to distinguish when it is him, when it is us, and when it is Satan. Um, so we can clearly clearly know and clearly hear and then move from there. Um, so always to be, be be, fasting and praying, right? We should always be praying, always, always, always. Pray without, pray without ceasing, right? So that should always be be happening. Um, and we should be fasting as well um, as we continue to crucify our flesh and deny our flesh so that we can lean more on the Lord and in our spirit. Um, the spirit of Christ will be able to dominate our flesh. And so this is pretty much just some thoughts on being at a place where we can hear from God and, and at a, a humble, receptive um, position and so john 10 27 it says my sheep listen to my voice i know them and they follow me so you know we know his voice um so we have to we have to build that relationship with him to be able to determine him and distinguish when it is him um so absolutely
1: absolutely um it's important. It's important. So when you spend that, when you spend time with the Lord, you have that quiet time with the Lord. That's that's time to get to know the Lord, because the more time you spend in His presence, He will reveal Himself to you. So you know His voice, you know His characteristics, you know His His behavior. You won't know the Lord entirely, but you'll know more of Him, um, His characteristics. You know, and the more time you spend with the Lord, the more you start shedding His emotions because because you're becoming one with the Lord. And the things that makes Him upset, you'll find yourself start getting upset at those things. The things that makes them happy, that makes them, you know, gets him, makes them happy. You'll find yourself being happy about those things. So spending time with the Lord, private time with the Lord, being in the place of, uh, you know, receiving from the Lord. Um, it's always a good place to be because receiving when you receive from the lord is always blessings you know it's always blessings that come with it come with, with, with richness you know that's where you get your wisdom that's where in a quiet secluded place that's where the lord is able to talk to you directly where there's no distraction so distractions will pull pull away from pull pull the energy away from you the energy that the, the power that the lord is giving you distractions on the dare to minimize that power, pull away from that. Mm-hmm. So that's why the example with the phone. So when the phone is needs to be charged, it's best for you not to use it while it's charging because then it would take longer for that for it to fully charge. But when you don't have any activities running on the phone while it's charging, just leave it alone to charge, it charges faster. So the same way. So when it's time when it's when it's time for you to receive from the Lord, time to to have your quiet time with the Lord, your private time with the Lord, make sure that you don't have any distraction. Make sure you don't waste your time by letting anything that's not supposed to be in that circle invade your space. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure that it's just you and the Lord. Make sure that by, when you walk out that room or when you walk away, you got everything you needed to get from the Lord. You were fully charged and ready to go, you know, go on the next assignment. Mm -hmm. So it's very important.
0: Absolutely. Um, So ultimately we know that this time that we're in is, it's time it's, it's, it's definitely battle time. Um, It's a very interesting season that we're in right now. And so it's, 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 it's critical that we are able to hear when the Lord is speaking to us. Like we need to have our ear to the streets. Like we need our ears to ears to his mouth um, to be able to hear because we need to like at at any, at any moment when he tells us to make a move, we need to be able to make that move. Um, If he says, don't go there, then we need to be able to hear him saying, don't go there. If he says move at this time, we need to move at that time that he says move, not months later, right? Because if we're not attentive to his voice and and listening to his instruction precisely, it could cost us. It could cost us our lives. Um, It could cost us somebody else's life. It can cost us financial uh, damage, Um emotional damage so so much could happen if we miss it and so generational curses yes So, so we have to be able to hear like not it's not about listening to cnn it's not about listening to fox news it's not about listening to cbs wboc whatever it's not about that we have to be tuned in to him and be able to hear what he is saying to us because it is life or in death life is a life and death situation we have to be able to hear um and so the other thing too so that's pretty much that that segment Um, and then so the other part that we'll talk about is just being you know being able to uh to be able to hear the assignment right and so we're talking about listening so we know what the move is going to be whether it be to receive a blessing whether it be to to see something that the lord wants you to see Uh, whether it be for you to receive an assignment to go out and do ministry um, whatever that looks like. But all of that is going to come by being at a receptive place, listening and waiting on the Lord.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so preparing yourself to receive, Mm -hmm. um, preparing yourself to receive as a believer and also preparing yourself to receive as a non-believer. So as a non-believer, if you say, I want this, I want the gift of God, I want salvation, I want the gospel, I, I believe in, I want to believe in the gospel, I want to be used by the Lord, then also prepare yourself to receive because
0: if you ask, you'll receive. And then for the believers, be,
1: prepare yourself to receive your assignment from the Lord clearly to be where you need to be to fulfill the things that he needs you, needs you to fulfill. So we have um, Acts eight, uh, verse four to verse forty, and says. Uh, so we're gonna read it little, little by little, and then just go through it and just break it down, and just go from there. So we have Philip preaches in Samaria, but the believers who were scattered preached the good news about Jesus wherever they went. Philip for example, went to the city of Samaria and told the people there about the Messiah. Crowds listened intently to Philip because they were eager to hear his message and see the miraculous signs he did. Many evil spirits were cast out, screaming as they left the victims, and many who had been paralyzed or lame, were healed. So, there was great joy in that city. So, we'll just, you know, go over that little part. So, for me, um you know, well, thank God first for the good news of Jesus Christ, and thank God for the apostles and those who will be to spread the gospel. So, now, um, you have this place, Samaria, um, where Philip had gone to talk about the Messiah, talk about the good news of Christ. So, the things I want you to pay attention to is the uh, the crowd. So, Philip got his assignment, you know, uh, go to uh, Samaria, and he went to tell people about the good news, about the Messiah. But then the people there now there, um, the people there listened intently to Philip because they were eager to hear his message and see the miraculous sign he did. So even though those people weren't believers, they listened. They listened to him intently, carefully, because they were eager, so their hearts were eager to hear the message. So God, so you know, God for for non-believers, this is an example on how to receive the gift of the gospel, receive the gift of Christ. You must first listen to the word, the truth of the gospel. You must first listen to the word. And these people listened intently to Philip. But not only that, their hearts their hearts were eager, eager to hear the message, and they wanted to see some miraculous signs that he did, but they were eager eager for the things of God, not without knowing exactly everything, but that willing heart, that heart was willing, their hearts were willing, their ears were willing to hear, and their hearts were willing to, you know, hear this message and receive. So because of that, many evil spirits were cast out, screaming as they left their victims and many who had been paralyzed or lame were healed so there was a great joy there was great joy in in that city so at the end those people were left with great joy just simply because they were willing to listen and their hearts were prepared with eagerness to hear the message and to see the wonders of god so, because they did their part by listening and preparing their hearts to receive, God did His part by healing them and casting out evil spirits and unparalyzing them, and then left them with great joy. So that's a little piece in them. Mm-hmm. Um, just want to. All right, so that's uh, that's Acts eight verse four. We read up to eight now verse nine a man named simon had been a sorcerer there for many years amazing the people of samaria and claiming to be someone great everyone from the least to the greatest often spoke of him as the great one the power of god they're listening closely to him because for a long time he had astounded them with his magic but now the people believed Philip's message of good news concerning the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ as a result many men and women were baptized then Simon himself believed and was baptized he began following Philip wherever he went and he was amazed by the signs and great miracles performed. So now you see Simon performing great deeds of work, great work before these people. You know, say he was a sorcerer, but he had power. He had had magical power that made these people believe that he was a great one, made these people believe that he had the power of God. So he had people convinced and people believing for a long time that he was the great one, the power power of God. And from the least to the greatest believed that, often spoke of him. So even Satan can masquerade as an angel of light. So say you should know them by the fruits. But even Satan can masquerade as an angel of light and, and fool everyone and fool those, and not everyone, but fool those who were who are blind. Because obviously these people were blind. These people didn't know the truth. They didn't know the true power of God. And what they saw through Simon, they just thought that was that was it. They just thought that this is the great power of the, of the great God. You know, he must be one of the great ones. You know, so they believed him. And he was notorious. He was, you know, he was talked about.
0: And, you know, so we have an example of what what Philip did, but then we have the example of what Simon did. So um, it's funny, I was going to mention this, that we shouldn't be seeking elsewhere. We shouldn't be looking all over the place, right? Where we need to be seeking first is through Christ directly, um, in our time and seeking and praying and seeking him first, because when you start to go out and you're looking for, for these miracle signs and wonders, and you're looking for man to do this, oh, I'm, I'm going to go get a word. I'm going to go do this. Like if you're looking elsewhere, um, first, then you'll be messed up because if you don't have, if you're not led number one, by the spirit of, of God, then by the Holy Spirit then you won't have the ability to discern what's of God and what's not right. You're just looking at these miracles and wonders. Cause like you said, you know, Satan masquerades as well. <laughs> so don't get caught up in, in all of that and miss it. Um, because first you have to be tuned in to be able to discern.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, so, 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 um, yeah, so all so these people took the first steps, you know, took the first steps to, you know, uh, hear the word, uh, eager to receive the word, and they made they acted upon it, you know, wanted to be baptized. So Simon himself believed and was baptized, and he began following Philip wherever he went, and he was amazed by the signs and great miracles Philip performed. So now, um, verse fourteen. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that the people of Samaria had accepted God's message, they sent Peter and John there. As soon as they arrived, they prayed for these new believers to receive the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit had not yet come upon any of them, for they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus, in the name of the Lord Jesus then peter and john laid their hands upon these believers and they received the holy spirit so it's important it's important so the steps to receiving steps to receiving so you got to hear the word you got to receive the word you have to believe the word you have to believe the uh, believe the word and then you know as you see these people got baptized they got baptized they took the necessary steps to getting there, to receiving entirely the gift of God, you know. So, so this next step was being baptized. They had gotten baptized, but not had not yet received the Holy Spirit. So, you can get baptized and be baptized and not have the Holy Spirit. That don't mean that it's all right. You have to have you have to receive the Holy Spirit, and you will. If you will receive the Holy Spirit, as long as you do the things that you need to do to be in a place to receive the Holy Spirit, and 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 and, and your heart's willing, and you prepare your mind, prepare your prepare prepare yourself to receive, you will receive because there's there are steps to this thing, you know. So after they got baptized, the next step was receiving the Holy Spirit. So um, Peter and John had to come and pray. In in order for them to receive the Holy Spirit, um, so but um, but Peter replied. Oh, so so that was uh 17. Now on 18. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given when the apostles lay their hands on people, he offered them money to buy this power. Let me have this power too, he exclaimed, so that when I lay my hands on people, they will receive the Holy Spirit. Okay, so now you see where, so now the gift, the gift, the gift of God, the power of God, the anointing of God is attractive. It will attract the world. It would. It would. It would attract the crowd. It would attract people for many reasons: some good reasons, some righteous reasons, and some for evil reasons, or some for just selfish reasons, selfish gain. So as you can see, uh, Simon over here was being amazed by these miraculous things that was happening, and he wanted this power too. You know, he let me have this power too, and he just thought that this is how you get it. Let me just have this power too. Let me buy that off you. Yeah, he exclaimed, so that when I lay my hands on people, they will receive the Holy Spirit. So he wanted to, you know, do the thing, do things like the apostles, but he had no idea how to go about to receive it. So if you don't, you you need to be in the place to get the right information to get the right to get the right information so that you prepare yourself to receive. Because if you get the wrong information or you have the wrong information, then that could have you in a have you in the wrong place at the wrong time. Or if you misunderstand you don't have clarity and understanding of what's going on, then that could also put you in a place where you're not in a receptive posture. Because now you you're out of balance. So even though all these things were happening, Simon Simon saw all these things happening, you know, being baptized, uh, John and Peter laying hands on the people and they receiving the Holy Spirit and all of that. So he's getting closely taken the steps there. So now now he's, you know, saying that he wants his power. I want this power. I want this power. So now this is how he plans to go about it. Okay. So uh, verse 20, but Peter replied, May your money be destroyed with you for thinking God's gift can be both. You can have no part. You can have no part in this for your heart is not right with God. Repent of your wickedness and pray to the Lord. Perhaps he will forgive you. He will forgive your evil thoughts for I can see that you are full of Full of bitter jealousy and are held captive by sin pray to the lord for me simon exclaimed that these terrible things you said won't happen to me so there we go there we go we have we have you know so 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 uh so simon had to be rebuked peter rebuked him. Because now you talk you talking about you want to buy this thing, buy this gift of, of God, by buy this power with money. That's an insult. First of all, the gift of heaven, the gift of God. There's no price you can put on that. And now you you are you have the wrong intention in your heart. You have the wrong thoughts in your mind. You have this thing that you just said, Simon. It's coming from a wicked place. It's coming from a, 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 a unrighteous place, and he had to be rebuked for that. So, so then it tells you, and we, you know, you have, you have, you have, you have people in the world that will look at the power of God, the things that God apostles are doing on the earth will see that and... Exploit your gifts. Exploit your gifts and want it. Mm-hmm. And will come, you know, to sponsor you. But, you know, not sponsor you in in the Lord's direction, but sponsor you in there.
0: And that's what Satan does. He he wants to use you and exploit your gifts and use them for his good, for his kingdom. That's what he wants to do because the gifts are going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh-huh so
1: so 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 then you know so uh, Peter had to tell him that he needed to repent he needed to repent and that he was held captive by sin so he needed to repent of his wickedness and pray to the Lord so you can't buy the Lord there's no money on this earth that can buy the gift of the Lord nothing but the Lord but through these verses we just read it show you how to receive the gift of the Lord by hearing the truth, the gospel, the true gospel first. By having an eager, eager heart, preparing your heart, preparing your, your, prepare yourself to receive the word, and then when you hear, when you receive it, it's believing it, believing it, getting baptized, and then of course getting hands laid on you to receive the Holy Spirit. So that's the process. Not through buying it, not through finance, not through it's not a payment plan. You know you can't you can't put a payment plan on this. I'm sorry. You ain't got enough money to buy this. I'm sorry. I promise you, you don't. I don't care who. Put all the richest people together: Bill Gates and all of them. Bill Gates, uh, the the CEO of Amazon, Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO of Facebook. Put put all of them together. All of them. I promise you. Even even payment plan, they won't um, even be able to start. That's true. That's true. So. Um so uh now on to verse uh twenty five after testifying and preaching the word of the Lord in Samaria, Peter and John returned to Jerusalem, and they stopped in many Samaritan villages along the way to preach the good news, okay, so now we have philip Philip here now Philip you know has another assignment, so now. You see how the unbelievers can prepare themselves to receive the Lord's gift, prepare themselves to be in a place to receive the Lord's gifts or receive the Lord, period. But now we also see how believers that are being ordered by the Lord, how they have to also be in a place to hear the Lord constantly so that when the Lord orders them, they're in total obedience total uh, uh uh they're they're ready to go. You know? So that means that you know when you're charging up, when you when you're charging up as as that phone being charged up, getting that getting its battery charged up, that's when you have to be detached from Everything else, because that's when the Lord's pouring in you. That's when the Lord's talking to you, giving you assignment, telling you where to go. So you have to be in a place to receive. You have to free yourself from anything else. So when the Lord commands you to go, you don't have no string attached to you, holding you back. You are ready to go. Because you, when he calls, you have to answer. When he say go, you go. That means that you have to be available, available for the Lord. When he calls, when he commands and say go, you go. No strings attached. Drop everything that you are doing. And when he orders you, go. So now um, we are at verse 26. As for Philip, an angel of the Lord said to him, go south down the desert road that runs from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out and he met the treasurer. The treasurer of Ethiopia, a, e- a eunuch of great authority under the Kendic, the queen of Ethiopia. The eunuch had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and he was now returning, seated in his carriage. He was reading out loud from the book of the of the prophet Isaiah. The Holy Spirit said to Philip, Go over and walk and walk alongside the carriage. Philip ran over and heard the man reading from the prophet Isaiah. Philip asked, do you understand what you're reading? The man replied, how can I? Unless unless someone instructs me. And he urged Philip to come up into the carriage and sit with him. The passage of scripture he had been reading was this. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter and as a lamb in silent, before the, the sheriffs. He did not open his mouth. He was humiliated and received no justice. Who can speak of his descendants for his life Was taken from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip. Tell me. Was the prophet talking about himself. Or someone else. So. Beginning with this same scripture. Philip told him. The good news about Jesus. We'll stop there for now. Okay. So now. Philip being available. To the Lord what the Lord could, could order him, direct him and order him instantly. So the Lord told him to go over and walk alongside the carriage, but instead he ran over, you know? So this is how, you know, he ran over, you know? But through obedience, he ran over, not knowing the what was expected, not knowing what was, what was going to happen, but just trusting the Lord and being total obedience, being a total servant to the Lord. And he did exactly what the Lord told him to do. And when he ran over there, he realized, he heard something that he...
0: His ears perked up.
1: Exactly. (laughs) You know? So, and then you know, something that he heard, he heard the word of God that this person was reading. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, so then he asked, you know, he asked the person. You know, asked the person if they understood what they, they were reading. So, then now he got to know that this person didn't understand this person didn't understand what he was reading so now there's a need Mm -hmm. there's a need
0: and you know what too this dude um the unit he humbled himself right because he if he was a prideful man he would like yes I know what I'm reading. This is the you know, the, exactly. the confident writing, yada yada yada, right? Exactly. But he was super humble and honest to say, you know what? I don't know. Like how else could I know unless I had someone here um to teach me exactly. So he 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 that that right there is the receptive uh posture, posture right? Of humility. Yes. To say I need help. To I say I need help. I want clarity and understanding of what this word is saying. Exactly. So speak to me and translate that I can understand
1: exactly. the word. So, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So now, because so because of, of, of that unit like being in a receptive posture
0: mm-hmm.
1: and asked for help, so now he was able to hear the good news. Because listen, nobody wants,
0: if you act like you know it all, Anybody gonna want to help you? Oh, yeah, oh, oh, so you know? Okay, bye, bye. Go on. Mm-hmm. And then you still be sitting there, clueless, mm-hmm. broke, mm-hmm. and busted, mm-hmm. and unsaved and unchanged.
1: Exactly. You know, and Christians say, "Ask, and you should receive. Mm-hmm. Seek, and you should find. Find. Knock, and the door should be opened unto you." So, you know, you have to ask. You have to ask. You know, mm-hmm. and there's no other way around it. Um, so, thirty-six. As they rode along, they came to some water and the eunuch said, look, there's some water. Why can't I be baptized? He ordered the carriage to stop. And they went down uh, down into the water and Philip baptized him. Okay. And when they came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away. The eunuch never saw him again. Went on his, went on his way rejoicing. Meanwhile, Philip found himself, uh, so further, further north at the town of Azotus. He preached the good news there and in every town along the way until he came to uh, Keserik. And that's it. So, with this right here, we see that through this. Man, this unit preparing himself, or just being honest and say that I didn't, I don't understand this, what I'm reading, and to say that to 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 offer Philip to come up on a carriage to ride with him, and then after uh, 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 Philip was able to explain the good news of Jesus Christ to this man. He, he could have said, you know what, it it's cool. Hey, I, 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 I hear it, but, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about it tomorrow. But this man, he was willing. His heart was well, willing. His heart was willing. As they rode along, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, look, there's some water. Why can't I be baptized? So he had the desire to be baptized. He had a desire. He had prepared himself, prepared his heart, prepared his prepare everything about him to be baptized and and be to
0: receive. And you know what? I'm here to let you know that first of all, you don't have, we, none of us know everything. We don't have to know everything, but what we need to know is that we have to be at a place to be constantly wanting to learn. There's so much for us to learn so much that we don't know, but If you walk around thinking you know everything and you're so prideful, like that's going to block your blessings going to block what the Lord uh, wants to do in and for you and through you. So it's extremely important to remain humble and hungry for the Lord. Humble before him and hungry for him.
1: Absolutely.
0: Because he wants to teach us. We are we are his kids. We are all his babies. And he wants to teach us and show us through his Holy Spirit. And so we just have to be at that place. Because if you get too big and you're too cocky and too prideful, like you know it all, like, it's a bad place to be in.
1: Absolutely. He wants to set us free. Free from from evil spirits. Set us free from being paralyzed. Set us free from being victims to to to, to Satan. Set us free from this world. He wants to set, set us free. And he wants to bless us. He wants us to share the goodness of his his kingdom. He wants us to share the goodness of his son, Christ. He wants us to share life with him. The same life that he gave us through his breath, that he breathed in the body of Adam, that that breath that we breathe this day. As we wake up each day breathing, that's his life that he gave to us. And he wants to give us life more abundantly in him, but we have to do our part also. He's done his part by creating the whole world. He's done his part by sending Christ to die on the cross for our sins. He's done his part by resurrecting Christ. He's done his part by offering salvation to all mankind. He's done his part by leaving the Bible, the word here, the blueprint on how to get back to him and get it right with him. He's done his part in so many ways. Now we have to be yes. in a receptive postures Place
0: to. Our, mm-hmm. Yeah, our hearts. Our hearts. Our hearts often stop us from being at that re- re- receptive place, man.
1: Yes, yes. Our hearts. Our hearts and our choices. You know, the things. That we, because we can make choices to draw our heart closer to God, or we can make choices to draw our hearts further away from God. So we have the choices that we make. Nobody's perfect, but. Wake up with the heart desire, the eagerness that those people had when they heard that, when they heard the, the gospel, they, they heard, they were eager. Instead, the crowd listening intently to Philip because they were eager to hear his message, eager to hear this word, the true living word. Have your heart prepared. Now, 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 you know, now, now you know, now, let's let's take this to, a, to another level because we say prepare. Now. Some everybody's living in different circumstances and different situations in life, or 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 in a different scenarios in life. Some people are in a calm, peaceful place where some people live in paradise, beautiful water, beautiful beach, beautiful life, where you know everything's sound, everything you know is easy for you to just you know find the lord and talk to the lord without any chaos without any trouble without any problem you know like you, you can a quiet place you can find a quiet place easily now then you know you have other scenarios where you have other people that might be going through living in a country living in a place where there's no food no water no no health no you know it's war well it's craziness going on so now how you know the two the two scenarios this this person that's going through all these crises in this country, in this poor place, hey, you don't, the, the best way you can prepare, you don't have, you don't have as much as this, as, as this other person that had paradise, beautiful water, beautiful beach, you know, it's, it's easy, it's okay for them to, or easy for them to just have a quiet place with the Lord, but for you, you're going through hell, but guess what? It doesn't matter. You, even, if you're receiving the Lord and preparing yourself for the Lord, it's not based on just exterior is based on interior also meaning that you could be you could be it could be war going on bullets flying rockets and missiles flying across your heart you could be laying right there for laying, laying on the ground for for protection laying on on the ground But you can still call on the Lord. You can still say to yourself in the middle of your your, your trouble, in the middle of your chaos, in the middle of your circumstances, in the middle of your captivity, your bondage, in the middle of your insanity. You can still say, you know what? I want the Lord. I want you. And he will still hear you from wherever you are, from the depth of your heart. He will hear you and he will come to your rescue and he will save you. So it doesn't matter. It could be rich. And you can be rich and still prepare yourself to receive to receive the Lord. Or you can be poor as dirt and still prepare yourself to receive the Lord also.
0: Mm-hmm. And on that note, I'm going to read 2 Chronicles 7, 14. It says, then, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and restore their land, exactly. For so, like that, right there. What, what you was talking about, right there.
1: My people. So he said, my rich people, my poor people. He said, my first class people, my last class people. He said, my people. So that means that big, big, his people. His people meaning that, meaning that, it's 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 through your heart, through your heart, to to through, through your heart. Through your your choices, through your obedience, through your desires, through your 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 the things that you want of Him, so it's not, you know, it's not just preparing on the earth. It's not just storing your treasure on the earth. It's not just building a mega mega church and 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 it's not just you know just good deeds. It's not just that. It's not just that. It's your heart being given over to the Lord, being given over, over to the Lord, your whole entire body being given over to the Lord, where his spirit comes and consumes you, mm-hmm. consumes you to where now you are being ordered by the Lord. Your footsteps are being ordered by his spirit. You're being lead, led led into obedience. You're being led onto. you're being led. In the path of the of, of the Lord, you're being led into the path of onto the path of righteousness. So this this thing here, my people, there's no class, there's no uh, 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 discrimination for his people. It, it the only what separates his people from the world is the heart, the heart, the heart. So you don't have to have all the money in the world to receive God. You don't have to be rich to receive God you can be in the poorest dirt the hell he it will, it will be even more glory in that in that for the poorest dirt it'll be more glory in that for for him because now he can take you that the world have 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 dismissed take you and and and, and transform your life into a a, a a testimony so now you know glory be to him so it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what class you're in, if you're rich, you're poor, you can still prepare yourself, put yourself in a receptive, posture, posturous place so that when the Lord's ready to pour it in you, He pours in right you. There. When He's, he's ready, ready to, 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 to command you, He commands you to go. When He's ready to to, to order you to, to stay put, stay put. When He when He commands you to speak, you speak. When He when He snaps His finger, you're ready to go. You know, free yourself of unnecessary baggages. Free yourself of unnecessary weight. Free yourself of unnecessary burdens. Free yourself. Yeah, and
0: and, and all of that and distractions.
1: Distractions. Free yourself from it. Free yourself from it. Because if you give room to for Satan to distract you, Satan will will come in and try to take over you. So, you know, and, and it will be distractions here and there, but it's not uh, it, it, distractions. It's distraction everywhere, mm-hmm. but it's not for us to give our attention to the distraction. Let it be there, but that's not for us to give our attention to it because it's there for that purpose to steal your attention and steal your time away from God and still it, it have you out of position and have you out of pocket when you're supposed to be receiving blessings in a, in a rainy season, you hit stuck in a drought in the desert somewhere going through hell when you support just because you, you were you weren't in your receptive posture place to receive.
0: Take a take a look at your time. Right. Uh, take a look at your time. Where's your time? You know, most of your time going or where where can you add, you know, more time to be spent with the Lord? Um, and it may be just times throughout the day. Um, but take a look at that time. If you spend time scrolling on, on Facebook or social media and doing all these other things, could that time be, you know what, Lord, I'm just going to put this phone down and spend some time with you, you know, read some scriptures, be praying instead of just scrolling online somewhere. Um, that's what we have to be real. Like it's easy to do that, but it's not easy to just spend that time with the Lord and read your word. So that's why we have to be real with ourselves and look at time because we don't have time. No, you have time. Um, we have time, right? We, what are we doing with our time? Because we know that there is only it's limited time in the day that we have, but where are you going to dedicate that time? Where are you going to put that time to? Um, so pretty much it's, it's important for us to just be at that, that place to continue to be able to, to hear from the Lord because we have to. There's so much other stuff going on, a lot of distractions and things, but we have to fight and fight and press through to get to that place, um, to, to remove distractions, be at that still quiet place to be able to hear what the Lord has to say to us. Because that's that's the voice that we need to be hearing and pray that the Lord will will, will help you to decipher his voice and that you will be able to tune in more to the Holy Spirit. And know when he's speaking. And that you would have increased wisdom and increased discernment in this time and beyond. Because that is, like I said, it's life or death. And that's where you need to be.
1: Absolutely. So for unbelievers non-believers, your job is to hear that word. Prepare your heart. Be eager to receive. When you receive it, believe it. Get baptized. Get hands laid on you to receive the Holy Spirit. Oh. Get prayed on to receive the Holy Spirit. That's for believe, uh, non-believers, unbelievers. Everybody. That's for everybody. Now, for believers, our job is to be free, free ourselves to, to receive from the Lord. Free ourselves. Repent. Repent. First. Absolutely. Repent. Definitely, you have to repent. Yeah. So, for non-believers, you definitely have to repent. Repent. And we all have to repent daily, too, be, to restore ourselves in the Lord because we all fall short. But to come into the faith for non-believers or unbelievers, you, you have to repent. You have to be sorry for your sins. You have to recognize that you need to be saved. You have to recognize that you are in bondage, you are in captivity, that you was born into sin, that you need a Savior, which is Christ. You need So you have to repent. And for the believers now, we have to Be free, no strings attached to anything that's going to be distraction or distract us from receiving what we need to receive from the Lord. We need to also be in a place where we are charging up by the Holy Spirit. We're plugged into the Most High and we're being charged up by the Holy Spirit that's our power source
0: and we're being fed we're being fed what are you what are you feeding yourself with
1: we are we are being fed by the Holy Spirit we are being charged by the Holy Spirit because as believers as, as those who are assignments on assignment for the Lord apostles we you you get drained out you get drained out it's important for you to take quiet time private time to go before the Lord to get charged up recharge them to come back to pour out where he what the Lord order you to pour out. So for believers, we have to make sure that we are feeding from the Lord. Feeding from the Lord. Have your quiet time, have your private time, go away, hide yourself from everybody. Go get charged up. Go get fed up, fed from the Holy Spirit. After you get charged up, after you're fed up, fed enough, come and do what you need to do, what the Lord called you to do. But it's important for us to stay before the Lord's face. Stay in, stay before the Lord's face. Um, after assignments, have quiet time with the Lord because He has more assignments for you. He's going to talk to you. He's going, He's going to clarify things to you. He's going to show you things. He's going to order you. He's going to just, just have that, have that time with the Lord. That it's not, there's no distraction. There's nothing to pull you away from it. Make sure that you are in position. Make sure that you are free to go when He says go. Make sure that you your your your, your spiritual battery is charged up. Your battery, your spiritual battery pack is all charged up. Make sure that you your spiritual food, you're well fed. Make sure that, you know, your spiritual water you you have drank, you have drank of that living water. Make sure that, you know, you are where you need to be because this season that we're living in, this season that we're living in, the Lord is moving mightily on this earth and he's moving swiftly, swiftly. And God is God. Regardless if you hear him or not, regardless if you change your heart or not, he's going to be God. The things that he spoke of is going to be fulfilled. It's not going to stop just because you missed it. It's not going to change because you you didn't get it. No, he's, God is God. So he's going to move like he's always moved and he's going to move swiftly. So for those who bring bring, bring themselves underneath his authority to, you know, hear his voice, to be submissive to him, to be in to be in obedience to him. When when he moves swiftly, we will move with him. And this day and time, it's important to be led by the spirit. You cannot be led by your by your emotions. You cannot be led by politics. You cannot be led by uh, the, the, the pharmaceutical hospitals, the doctors. You cannot be led by that. You cannot be led by the education system of this world. You cannot be led by the government of this world. You cannot be led by this world. You only should be led by the Most High in His Spirit. And if that's not happening in your life right now, if you're being led by any of those things that I just listed, if those things are first in your life, and that's who, that's who you listen to first, that's that's where you get all your all your 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 advice, your advice, your 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 counseling from, all
0: oh,
1: you your guidance from. You need to repent. You need to repent and come before the Lord, because what the Lord has to give to you and what the Lord has for you, there's no price you can pay put on that. There's no price in this world to buy that. So, you know, make sure that we are. You know, we have receptive posture constantly to receive from the Lord because receiving from Him is life.
0: It is. You you just said receiving from Him is life, and I was just about to say it would change your life. Exactly, (laughs) Um, it would change your life. Um, So, I mean, that's that's pretty much what we we have. Um, We pray this is a blessing to to somebody, and that. That you take this word and and you apply it and um, just seek to be at that place to hear clearly from the Lord, um, and and it it will change your life when you get to that place, which I believe you will. Um, it's life changing. So, Amen.